Woo! Hey, it's Mark Kay, and welcome to the Mark Kay Show, which is going to begin in just about 60 seconds today. Kellyanne Conway, blackballed from MSNBC. It's the MS Empire striking back against Donald Trump using his own tactics against him and his staff. We'll tell you exactly why she's gone and what it means for you. The Mark K Show begins in 60 seconds. I promise, just 60 quick seconds, and then we're uninterrupted for, like, ever. This is the Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining me today. Look, this is... <laughs> oh, we have so much news to talk... You know what the news is today? Because that's what we're talking about. This is just news and information. This is just news and information for you. It's like, it's like uh, what's going on in your life? The news is striking back. The MS Empire strikes back, as I like to call it. Uh, I don't know if you heard what's been going on with Kellyanne Conway and MSNBC, but we'll tell you all about that. Also, uh, you may be a Russian spy. You may be a Russian spy. I may also be a Russian spy. In fact, according to some news organizations, we're all just Russian spies uh, walking around in American clothing. And some of well, mine's not. Uh, some of some of my clothing's Italian, but uh, you know what? That's neither. I just like the way it cuts. The cut and the fit uh, looks good on me. But anyway, thanks so much for being here today. First things first, as always, as always, I would love for you to help me spread this information around. And the best way for you to do that is to hit the little button at the bottom of the your Facebook feed that says share. And what that does is that automatically shares it on your wall with all your friends. They get it in their news feed. They get to hear this great news commentary and and uh, and social commentary about what's going on today. You can even call in. They could call in too. And for a lot of people, I've actually had a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like Donald Trump here for a minute because I'm gonna praise myself. But I've had a lot of people say, "Hey, I found you from a friend," or "I found you in my news feed today for the very first time," and I love your show. I love. Uh, listening to you. So thank you so much. And I'm like, don't thank me. Thank your friend. Because your friend on Facebook shared that post. And as a result, now you have something cool to listen to. And if you're listening on the podcast, if you're listening on iTunes or Spreaker or wherever you are, uh, you know, a blog talk radio, this is great too. Take, take a minute to just share that link with somebody else and say, you know, I've subscribed to this podcast and I really enjoy it. And, uh, and I think you will too, because because you're like me and we're awesome and and this guy's also like us and he's awesome too and and you know let's uh, let, let's help each other out that would be that would be that would be phenom okay uh real quick let me throw up the number boom there it is 844436 mark is the number 844436-6275. you can call in uh at any time about any subject either one we're ta- preferably one we're discussing otherwise it could be anything you know i have i don't care uh, it's your show as much as it is mine. Oh, also, I should re- I should remind you too that we are uh, we are brought to you by the Working It Like Donald T-shirt. Wild, W I L D. You are wild. I am wild. Donald Trump is wild. A lot of people. You know, this has taken on new meaning. When we first kicked off the Wild uh, Working It Like Donald T-shirt campaign, basically what it meant was uh, you are somebody who has bold goals. You work hard for them. You have high expectations of those people around you, and uh, you don't take no for an answer. And no matter what kind of roadblocks come into your way, you just smash right through them so that you can be successful at the end of the day. That's originally what Wild meant. Nowadays, though, it may just mean, hey, you're uh, surrounded by a bunch of nimrods. People are attacking you all the time, but you still manage to wake up every day, put on a tie and show up for work. It may be chaotic in your office, but that's not going to deter you. Whatever the reason, these t-shirts are readily available. And uh, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to put up the link in the comment section so that if you're interested, a lot of people are jumping on these too. 
they are uh, they are definitely flying out out the door. So I will uh, let me put that up here quickly uh, so that everyone, because people always where with that link again. Why can't I find that link again? Where is it? It's right there in the comments. You can go get your wild shirt now or later. I'm not going to take it. It's going to be up there uh, for the rest of the day. All right, let's kick things off, shall we? And I want to kick things off by talking about the media. All right, this is not a political show today. This is all about the media. And I want to I want to start off with uh, with with Morning Joe, which is a show hosted by Mor- uh, by Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski on uh, MSNBC. And Mika Brzezinski, they've had Kellyanne Conway on a lot. They discuss a lot of things. They offer a lot of opinions. And uh, and apparently yesterday they were very unhappy with Kellyanne Conway. They don't like her. They don't respect her. They're not really sure why she's uh, in Donald Trump's White House. They don't believe that she is a trusted advisor of the president. And so they basically... They basically kicked her off of their show. Listen to this. this was Mika Brzezinski. This was her discussing how Kellyanne Conway uh, gets in touch with her on a regular basis. Joe was just saying that she books herself on these shows. We know for a fact she tries to book herself on this show. I won't do it because I don't believe in fake news or information that is not true. <laughs> That's good. How does she say that with a straight face, by the way? How does she really like talk about irony? Isn't it ironic? That Mika Brzezinski doesn't believe in fake news or information, and uh, and she says she knows for a fact that Kellyanne Conway tries to book herself on these news shows, as if that's like a horrible thing to do when you're a spokesperson for uh, the president of the United States. But here's she goes into in depth into the reason why she doesn't want to book Kellyanne Conway on the show anymore uh, in the future. Every time I've ever seen her on television, something's askew, off, or incorrect. That's so. That is so funny. Because that's so funny because I thought the, I think the exact same thing when I watch Mika Brzezinski, that is so funny. When I watch her execs, I was literally about to say the same thing, uh, about that show. So that, so everything's askew, everything's incorrect. Something is always off when she watches Kellyanne Conway and Joe Scarborough, whose name is actually on the show and never wants to be outdone. I had to jump in there as well with his own variation as to why Kellyanne Conway is no longer welcome on their program. She's out of the loop. She's in none of the key meetings. She goes out and books herself often. Okay, so now she's out of the loop. Now she's uh, in none of the key meetings. Now she goes out and books herself often on shows, which, I mean... I'll be honest with you. I don't understand the booking yourself often on shows when you're trying to get out into the media. I mean, whose job is it to book her on shows? Is she supposed to pay somebody else to do it? Is she supposed to eat up more taxpayer dollars hiring a booking agent? Is she supposed to wait for the producers to call up and say, now you can be on the show because we've decided that you should be on the show? Donald Trump used to just, during the campaign, he used to call in. He'd be watching TV and they'd be talking about him and there was something he didn't like or something he disagreed with or something he wanted to clarify. And he would just call the show and they would put him right on. And nobody ever complained that he wasn't going through the proper channels that he was, that he was trying to, uh, that he was trying, <laughs> that he was trying to just text and get him, get himself some free publicity. They put him right through because they wanted to talk to him. Uh, and I guarantee that that's the reason why Kellyanne Conway always gets booked on shows too. The other thing is a good friend of mine, Joe Kelly, who works at WDBO. He's the morning news guy. Great guy. Very funny. Very tall. He's like really tall. Uh, Joe Kelly, the, he talked to president Trump the day before the election or on election day. I'm sorry. On election day, when he was just Donald Trump, he called a bunch of radio stations all over the, the country. And one of them was WDBO in Orlando. And my buddy, Joe Kelly, who does the morning show there talked to, to Donald Trump. 
And I guess, I don't know if he called or if they had caller ID or whatever, but he jotted down the number. And it happened to be Donald Trump's personal cell phone number. So then the election happened. And, you know, 2.30 in the morning, they called the election for Donald Trump. Donald Trump gave his speech. Joe Kelly shows up for work like at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Those news people get up like ridiculously early. And he goes, you know, I, I still have Donald Trump's cell phone number. I know he just won the election like three hours ago. He's probably sleeping, but let me go ahead and give it a shot. Let me go ahead and call. And so Joe Kelly called the number and Donald Trump answered the phone. And Joe Kelly, to my knowledge, was the first news reporter to talk to Donald Trump after having won the election. And it was it was insane. It was great. I listened to it. It went viral. Everyone was listening to it. Donald Trump answered his own cell phone two hours after becoming uh, after winning the election over Hillary Clinton on November the 9th. So clearly this is something in the Donald Trump administration and in the White House that is not uncommon. Somebody reaching out to the media, booking themselves, answering their own cell phone. It re it removes that middleman. But Mika Brzezinski and, and Morning Joe, they don't like it. They don't like that she goes out and tries to book herself. And then, uh, and then of course, uh, Mika Brzezinski, this is when she really, she threw down the gauntlet and she basically said, enough is enough. Uh, we're done with you, Kellyanne Conway. I will say uh, Kellyanne Conway <clears throat> does not need to text our show, at least as long as I'm on it, because it's not happening here. Wow. Wow. Don't, don't text Mika Brzezinski anymore, Kellyanne Conway, because as long as she's on that show, you will not be. Blackballed from MSNBC. Isn't that crazy? I don't think I've ever heard of that happening. I don't think I've ever heard of, of, a, of any somewhat reputable news organization, mainstream media news organization, blackballing a current White House official, which she is. She's a senior advisor to the president. And for, I mean, it's an interesting take. Again, I'm in the media. It's an interesting take. There are people I will never interview again uh, just because I, you know, like for example, uh, last time I interviewed Mariah Carey, she hung up on me. I would probably interview her again, though, because before she did, it was there was a lot of crazy talk uh, and some profanity. So I'd have to have the my but someone else I would never uh, interview again is probably oh Macaulay Culkin. But that's only because when I interviewed him, I asked him about Michael Jackson, and he called me a jerk and walked out of the interview. So that probably won't. I would, but see, I'm not blackballing him from my show. I think he's like Mark K. No, I'm never talking to that jerk again. Uh, there's somebody else. There's so, the guy from the Chipmunks. What's his name? Uh, he was just, he just did, he was like one word answers. So I did, he plays Dave on the chipmunks. He used to be a big star. He was in, uh, he was in for, uh, almost famous. Now I, now I totally forget his name. So there you go. Look, look where he is. Ha ha ha. But I would never have him on my show again, but I've never actually blackballed anybody from a new, from a program, from a news program. I mean, MSNBC, call it what you will. Maybe you watch it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you think it's, it's far to the left. Maybe you think it's right on the money. Doesn't matter. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. But to say openly, we are not going to talk to a, 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 an advisor, a top advisor from the White House ever again. Why would they do that, do you wonder? And I'll tell you the question. And I'll tell you the answer, rather. That's the question. I'll tell you the answer. The answer is because they are now using Donald Trump's incredibly effective tactics against him. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They are finally learning from the president of the United States, and they are using his own tactics against him. The MS Empire is striking back. Here's what I mean. Donald Trump has basically 
railroaded and, and bulldozed and trampled on the media ever since he started. He pinpointed them as as the enemy, and still does to this day. Steve Bannon the other day called them the the opposition party. I've been to several Donald Trump rallies as media, as a media personality. Never again, by the way. Well, this whole thing in Melbourne, if I go to Melbourne this week when he appears, I'm not going as media because the most hated people in the entire world are the people sitting in the media section at a Donald Trump rally. Never again will I do that. If I go, I'm getting a ticket and I'm going as Joe, uh, Joe Public. But anyway, so I went as the media to cover the Donald Trump rally and to get audio and to get video and all this fun stuff. And whenever he pointed to the media or turned to the media, there were like 500,000 angry deplorables booing and hissing and flipping me off. And, uh, and, I, and I've, never been, uh, I've never been so scared in my entire life. So, so that, that's, that's kind of how it is. So now the media, and, and he's banned the media from his planes, from his press conferences. He's threatened to ban the media. And, and basically what, what he's doing is now he's, he's not banning the media, but he's picking and choosing media outlets that don't get a lot of play. And we mentioned this yesterday. One of the things that Sean Spicer and the Trump media and the Trump White House have done, much to the chagrin of the mainstream media, but much to the excitement of the smaller news media, is they've allowed smaller news media outlets and, uh, and you know, online news media outlets and news media outlets that don't have full-time press credentials, they've allowed them to eavesdrop and actually participate in the daily briefing via Skype. They Skype in these podunk little TV stations and radio stations, and they bring in these, these news outlets that maybe never, ever would have been able to, to ask a question of Sean Spicer or the president, and they call on them. And they do this for two reasons. Number one, they're ticked off at the mainstream media for all the horrible things they said about them during the campaign and now after. And number two, they're, well, that's probably really the only reason. <laughs> but you know what? No, maybe they're trying to, you know, they're trying to reach out to other areas of the country. Because if you think about it, the mainstream media, CNN, the uh, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, who else? NBC, ABC, they're all in New York, LA, and Washington. New York, LA, and Washington. But there's news media everywhere. No matter what town you live in, you have local news media. Here in Jacksonville, I know all the... I work with at, at a news... There's a news talk station right across the hall. We have real journalists who have real questions. And they don't always vibe with the questions that are being asked by the mainstream media. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But let me show you what I mean. Donald Trump did something yesterday. This is the perfect example. The reason that Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski blackballed Kellyanne Conway from Morning Joe is because of what Donald Trump did yesterday at his press conference. He was with uh, Benjamin Netanyahu on his very first state visit. And Benjamin Netanyahu and Donald Trump come in, they get up on stage, they both go to their podiums, and the way it works is whenever you have a foreign dignitary that comes to the United States, they bring, of course, their press, and their foreign press is there as well, and, and you take turns. Donald Trump asks a question from the American press, and then Benjamin Netanyahu asks a question from the Israeli press. Uh, if it's, you know, if it's, what's her name, uh, Theresa May, then she would ask from the British press, because that's what they call it. They don't call it the British press. They call it the British press. British. Hey, uh, Ms. May, thank you very much. Oh, I have a question for you, British press. Um, so that's the thing, and they take turns. So Donald Trump asked two questions from American press organizations. Here's who he called on first. We'll take a couple of questions. David Brody, that's Christian Broadcasting. 
Okay, that was David Brody. Here's who his second question went to. Uh, Katie from Town Hall. Where's Katie? Right there. Katie? Okay, his second one went to Katie from Town Hall. So you've got one going to David Brody from Christian Broadcasting, uh, and then you've got one from Katie from Town Hall. Christian Broadcasting is, as you might imagine, a Christian broadcasting network, and many people are claiming that they are very conservative. I mean, it's a Christian broadcasting network. Shouldn't surprise anybody. Uh, the second question went to Katie from Town Hall Media. Love Town Hall Media. Love townhall.com. Uh, they're associated with a bunch of great uh, websites as well, like the Twitchy and Red State. And they also are kind of a conservative blog, although they have had some harsh words for all candidates, including Donald Trump, running up to the election. So Town Hall gets a question. And as you can imagine, everybody in the MS empire... Everybody in the MS empire flips out because it's the first press conference with Donald Trump and Benjamin Netanyahu and no questions go to CNN. No questions go to MSNBC. No questions go to ABC or CBS or even Fox News. No questions for the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Chicago Tribune, the LA Times, the Wall Street Journal, USA Today. No questions for any of those uh, outlets. It was Christian Broadcasting and Town Hall. Those were the two questions. But that didn't stop, of course, the mainstream media from trying to get information from the president as he walked out. Jim Acosta from CNN yelled this question out right. I mean, it was it just blatantly as they're walking off, just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. Listen to this. Mr. Mr. President, can you guarantee that nobody on your campaign had any contacts with the Russians? Mr. President, any questions on Russia? Mr. President. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was... <laughs> I was watching myself on I was watching myself on TV. Yeah, so he yells out, "Mr. President, can you guarantee that nobody on your campaign had any contacts with the Russians?" Mr. President, any questions on Russia? I'll tell you, man. Russia to the mainstream media is like Disney Channel is to my kids. They just can't turn away from it. It's like when my kids turn on Disney Channel, which by the way, Anyhow, and I have like five TVs in my house. You go to any one of them at any time during the day and you turn it on, it's freaking on Disney Channel. But you turn on the Disney Channel and my kids zone in on just, they are right there. They're on the Disney Channel, focused on the Disney Channel, checked out of the rest of the world. Check, there is nothing else going on around them. I could walk in with a pony. I could walk in with a motorcycle. I could walk in with free candy for a year. I could bring in puppies galore. If that Disney channel is on, I could call their names over and over. And in fact, I do. In fact, I've actually said yesterday, I said she was watching Disney channel. My daughter, my daughter was watching Disney channel. I said her name seven times before she even blinked and looked at me seven times. I was beginning to think I was calling her by the wrong name. Or then I thought, well, maybe that, maybe that isn't her name after all. So then I started yelling out Maria, Cynthia, Sophia. Like I was just throwing out random names to see if she would answer to any of them. That's what the Disney Channel does to my kids. And it's the same way with Russia and the mainstream media. When something happens with Russia or Putin or, or Russian ambassadors or anything at all, they are transfixed and nothing else happens. There's nothing. You could come up with anything else. Uh, for example, CNN, when they're watching the Disney Channel, which is Russia, they're watching the Russia Channel. When they're watching that and they're focused in, Boom. You can you can throw anything at them. Obamacare, uh, leaking scandal, uh, you know, uh, somebody's doing this. There's corruption in the house. Nothing matters. 
The fact that, that, that the CIA, the FBI, that the NSA director had to, or the uh, National Security Advisor had to resign because somebody was leaking phone calls that should never have been recorded because he was a private citizen. So somebody's recording private phone calls and then leaking them to the press. They're focused. They are my kids watching the Disney Channel. And nothing else in the entire world matters. Benjamin Netanyahu was standing right in front of you talking about nuclear war with Iran. But the, but the Russia channel's on. And that's all. The Russia, it's just, it's all about the Russia channel. And everybody, by the way, everybody, by the way, uh, is a Russian spy. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But first, here's, so here's, the, after the press conference and after they left, uh, CNN, and Jim Acosta, by the way, was the one who chanted out that question. He's the one that, here, listen, once, here it is one more time. Mr. Mr. President, can you guarantee that nobody on your campaign had any contacts with the Russians? Mr. President, any questions on Russia? Mr. President. Okay, so he's talking to Wolf Blitzer after this, and they're discussing the news media and how Donald Trump is picking and choosing. And listen, here's here he is with uh, with Wolf Blitzer. Here's what he's talking about. The two questions that were uh, asked uh, or, or called upon from uh, the president in this news conference went to the Christian Broadcasting Network, uh, which is obviously owned by Pat Robertson, the televangelist down in Virginia. It's a very conservative uh, broadcasting network. And townhall.com, which is a very conservative news website. And so in the last three news conferences, Wolf, all of the questions to the American news media have, have been handled by conservative press. And I, I think, Wolf, there's no other way to describe it, but the fix is in. The fix is in. Wait, where's my, where's my music? I mean, come on. Come on. Donald Trump calls on news organizations that he knows are going to ask him questions that, about things that matter that aren't about Russia about things that they're concerned about for a change, and the fix is in. So now uh, the White House has fixed the press corps. That's basically what they're saying. Three press conferences in a row, no questions from the mainstream media, because Donald Trump is, has fixed the press. Here's the difference, though. Every president uh, has done, in fact, Barack Obama, let's use him because he was the latest example. He did the same thing. He would take questions from news organizations that were friendly to him. He took questions from news organizations that he knew would ask him questions that were softballs. He took questions from news organizations that he knew were not going to try to catch him in a lie or trip him up or get him off subject or ask him about some unsubstantiated claims. He took news questions from those organizations. They happened to be CNN and MSNBC and ABC and all those other ones because they were all on his side. When you're, when you're the Trump White House or any re Republican White House, really, it would have been the same way. You're, you're, the press is animus. Uh, they have animosity toward you. The, the press is not your friend. So uh, you, when you're a Democrat, if I were Barack Obama, if I were a Democrat, if I were Hillary Clinton and I won and I walked out and started taking, I would take questions from anybody in the news media from the mainstream uh, networks because I know they would be friendly questions. Donald Trump's doing the same thing. He's finding the friendly reporters. Only when you're Donald Trump, it's a lot harder. You have to, you have to look to the Christian Broadcasting Network and Town Hall. <laughs> 844 436-625 is the number, by the way. 844-436-MARK, if you prefer to spell it out. And uh, we're and the phone lines are open right now. We're going to take your calls on pretty much everything. And I promise I will get to some of your comments. If you have not yet shared this, please do. Take a minute and share this broadcast. Because this one, we're not done yet. We've got a lot more to talk about. And if you're enjoying this, then odds are people who who listen to you and watch you on Facebook, the people who, who trust you and, and enjoy your posts, 
they're probably going to enjoy this too. So if you would just take a minute, hit the share button. I'd love that. Uh, I'd love that. That way we can we can grow this audience. And if you're listening on on YouTube or if you're watching or if you're listening to the the iTunes podcast at a later time, please also feel free uh, feel free to share that link as well. So back to Mika Brzezinski and and Morning Joe because like I said, we're going to talk about the media. We're going to talk about the media. They're starting to use Donald Trump's tactics against him. They're starting to ban key players in the Trump White House. And no, and no matter what they say, Kellyanne Conway is still a key player. If she wasn't, she wouldn't be allowed to go on all these shows. She wouldn't be allowed to book herself. The only reason she's booking herself is because she finds it to be a more direct way to get on television. Same way I, I book myself. By the way, Kellyanne Conway, if you need a place to talk in the morning, you can always call me. 844-436-MARK. Uh, and I'll have you on. I'll have you on anytime you want, and we can talk about whatever you want. And I don't care what key meetings you're left out of. I just, you know what? I have some questions, and I think I think you'd be a fun person uh, to get the answers from. So that's what they're doing. They're starting to turn against Donald Trump by turning against his key cabinet members. But it, it's not going to matter. Because when you're a news organization, you have to report on the news. You have to get it from somewhere. And if you're not getting it from Kellyanne Conway, you're going to have to get it from some other person in the Trump organization. You're going to have to get it from some other place in the White House. You can't just sit around and, and, and spew conjecture, which is what a lot of people are doing right now. Look at the Wall Street Journal this morning. Wall Street Journal this morning, they posted this story. Spies keep intelligence from Donald Trump on leak concerns. So somebody in the intelligence agency is leaking information to the New York Times and to other uh, and to other news outlets, and they're getting information about General Michael Flynn, as we discussed yesterday, and other people. So now what's happening is uh, you've got these these news organizations, or I'm sorry, these intelligence organizations. They're all they're all thinking Donald Trump is in cahoots with Russia. They think everybody is a Russian spy. Or working with a Russian spy. They thought Paul Manafort was a Russian spy. They thought General Michael Flynn was working with the Russians, spying, if you will, or, or conniving. They think Donald Trump has ties to Vladimir Putin, that he is directly tied in to Russian intelligence. So now, according to the Wall Street Journal, what's happening is American intelligence, uh, intelligence agencies like the CIA, like the FBI, they're not telling Donald Trump stuff because they don't want him to call his buddy Putin and give away all their secrets. That's what they're claiming now in the Wall Street Journal today. That's how bad it is. That's a, they think everybody is a Russian spy. It's got me concerned. Apparently in Russia, I read this article, apparently in Russia, anybody could be a spy. You don't know. There's so many of them. There's so many Russian spies in Russia and also the U.S. that anybody could be a Russian spy. And if you work for a major company, the way it works is, you know, like we've got we've got like the bosses, the managers, we've got HR. There's various tiers, vice presidents and whatnot. There's a, every major company in Russia has Soviet agents, KGB retired or or KGB agents like I guess on the side. Or I guess they're, they're no longer field agents. Now they just work with businesses. They work in every industry. And the government and the business sector is so, like, they're just embedded together that, that, that you can't go to Russia. I mean, if you go to Russia and you go in and you order, like, a Moscow mule, there's, like, an 80% chance that the bartender is a spy. So now you come back from Russia and you go uh, home and all of a sudden there's secret CIA agents at your door and they haul you in for questioning because you were, you were uh, talking and having direct contact with a known KGB operative. And you're like, dude, I was totes just having a Moscow mule. Which, by the way, I don't even think, I don't even think, uh, I don't even think those are from Moscow. I think people just call it that because 
because it has vodka in it. Uh, 844-436-6275. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid I may be a Russian spy. I haven't heard otherwise. So there's a there's a distinct possibility that I, I mean, maybe Mika Brzezinski is a Russian spy. Ooh, I just thought of that. I mean, let's be honest. Her last name is Brzezinski, which sounds Russian or Polish. But either way, either way, I mean, let's face it. Brzezinski, I mean, she could be she could be a Russian spy. I just maybe that's why she's blocking out Kellyanne Conway. Maybe that's why she doesn't want Kellyanne Conway texting her anymore. Maybe that's code. Oh, maybe she's saying we've been compromised. Don't tech. Don't contact me anymore. I will say uh, Kellyanne Conway does not need to text our show. At least as long as I'm on it, because it's not happening here. I mean, she does kind of look like a like a like a Bond girl, like like you know, twenty years later. But anyway, eight four 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 three six six two seven five. We got a call. Uh, Robert Wiggins is here. Robert, hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey man, th- hey Robert, love your show, man. Oh, dude, thanks, man. I love. It. Where are you calling from, by the way? Uh, Montgomery, Prattville, Alabama. Oh, yay! Uh, roll Tide. Deep what? South. What'd you want to say here? Uh, what'd you want to say here about um, what about uh, Russia and the U.S. and the and the uh, and the uh, media? Something that something that struck me a couple of days ago and it concerns me very much. There's only two nations in the world that are capable of uh, effectively opposing radical Islam. Mm. That's the United States and Russia. And they were planning, as they announced, they were going to work, they were going to work together. Uh, so now what is the left doing? Uh, they're opposing uh, any bans on immigration, and they're trying to get Russia and the United States to go to war with each other. What's going on, Mark? There's something very strange here. You know what's interesting? Yeah, and that's it, the, yeah no, Robert, that's a great question. That's a great, yeah, let me be, uh, that's a great question. Uh, let me put you on hold here for just a second. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, it's interesting to me, and this is not opinion. This is just, this is just like news. This is just fact that I've come across as I watch, you know, the news media and read papers and things like that. It Before Donald Trump, Barack Obama, everybody was into a global communion, if you will. Everybody wanted to, uh, every country to work together. The EU was a big thing. Uh, you know, they wanted, uh, we wanted all these uh, NATO agreements and the TPP. And there's, I mean, there's all sorts of, it, even, even, uh, was it, uh, NAFTA and NATO. Everything is about coming together, this globalist mentality, which you've heard, I'm sure, over and over again throughout the election, throughout the campaigns, and even now that we have a new president. What, what happened with the Brexit? Yeah, globalization is dead. In Great Britain, people don't want a unified Europe. They want a unified Great Britain. They want England to be England. They want Scotland to be, they, you know, they don't want to be part of this greater, this greater society. And so now here you have Donald Trump and he's saying, I would like to work together with countries like Russia to fight ISIS. I would like to work together with countries like Israel to fight Iran and to keep them from becoming a nuclear state. And this kind of togetherness, for whatever reason, is frowned upon. This kind of togetherness, this, you know, let's work with Mexico to build a wall and uh, and stop all of this illegal flood of drugs and gangs and whatnot. For whatever reason, it's now frowned upon. So it it does seem again this is just this is just you know not opinion this is just facts that I've seen it does seem that there is some kind of some kind of disruption or some kind of uh, dispute between the countries that we are supposed to work together with and the countries that we actually should uh, work together with but that's a great that's a great question and thank you so much uh, thank you so much for your call working r- with Russia here's the thing working with Russia is never a bad thing because as he pointed out they're a superpower. And if you're not, 
If you're not working with Russia, what are you doing? You're working against Russia. And wouldn't it be better to have two superpowers working together? Same thing with China. Same thing with, uh, same thing with you know, uh, really, really, I guess that's it. <laughs> I, guess there's, I guess there's Russia, the United States, and China. That's it. And, you, and I guess Great Britain. So you want those countries working together. And so far, those are the relationships that Donald Trump has been seeking, I think, to, uh, to work on the most. And now, of course, with Israel, Benjamin, and you know what? It, let's just go back to the media for a minute, because it, it seems to me that they are becoming more and more focused on Russia, Donald, bringing down Donald Trump. And instead, not looking at what the government as a whole is doing. You know that there's this whole infighting within Congress about Obamacare and about taxes. I mean, it's tax season. Yesterday, there was a report that the IRS isn't going to exclude any tax forms or, or, uh, or uh, W-2 forms or what do you call it? The, the 1099 tax returns that don't, that were, if, you, if you don't check the box that say you have coverage, they're not going to penalize you this year. So this whole thing is falling apart. You've got, you've got uh, CIA agents and spies who aren't reporting sensitive information that the president needs to know to the president because they're afraid he's a Russian spy. You've got people who aren't checking the necessary mandates, the mandatory boxes on their tax forms claiming they have health insurance and you've got all these other people that aren't showing up for work either namely the democrats in congress who don't want to go in and and um you know work with the republicans to get anyone confirmed also oh by the way we've got to fill this supreme court vacancy how's that coming along there's a lot of stuff to be talking about there's a lot of stuff to be talking about but they turned on the disney channel and, and what happens, see, here's the other key thing about getting focused on one show too much. Because if you're a parent, if you're a parent, listen to me, because you, you know how this gets. There's bleed over, okay? Your kid comes home, turns on the Disney Channel, watches it for hours, 24 hours a day. It's all that's on. They are not focused on anything else. They don't do their homework. They don't play with their friends. They don't build stuff on Minecraft anymore. They don't worry about, you know, Obamacare and taxes. They just watch the Disney Channel all day long. And you are walking around the house, doing your work, trying to get stuff done, unloading the groceries, making dinner, uh, you know, putting together Ikea bookshelves, which is what I'm always doing because apparently we order Ikea furniture every day in this house. And, and, you know, and while you're doing this, you start to hear the Disney Channel in your head. And then when you're away from the house, you still hear it because it's just, you know, it's like, it's like um, contact high. Like you're not actually smoking pot, but you're in a room full of people who are. And then you get out and you're like, whoa, man, I feel woozy and I want to listen to some reggae and eat some Cheetos. Like that's kind of what's happening. So all of a sudden you're at work, you're trying to get stuff done, but what do you hear in your head? The theme song to Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It feels like a party every day. Hey. And you're like, oh my God, what? Why am I singing the theme song to Jesse? It's because your kids are playing it over and over and over again. And the same thing happens with Russia. The same thing happens with uh, Donald Trump's connected to Vladimir Putin. Everyone in Washington is a Russian spy. We need to purge this entire White House. Impeach, impeach, impeach. It's the same message over and over again. And then everyone else in society, it just starts to bleed through. They hope, they're hoping that if they keep singing the theme song to Jesse, or if they keep blaring it at the top of their, their lungs, the top of their, you know, they pump up the volume on it and they play it on the TV for 24 hours a day. Eventually you're going to start singing that song when you're at work or playing golf or when you're trying to get some sleep at night. 
it's going to be just ingrained in your head. That's kind of how it works. And uh, and I think that that uh, that you know Donald Trump and the White House, if they want to keep that from happening, they've got to put another song in our heads. And that's why the tweets keep coming rapid fire. That's why everyone and their mother is being invited to the White House for some kind of state uh, meeting. That's why you're getting pressure to build a wall, to to uh, to reform immigration, to do all these. Uh, fan- That's why he's going to go and yell at Congress later about Obamacare. That's why ICE is doing all these raids around because we need to change the channel for a minute just so we can get the freaking theme song from Jesse out of our heads for five seconds because it's driving us all crazy. Sorry, what was I talking about? Anyway, <laughs> that was, that was, that was, look at, look, this is all just what's going on in your world. This is the news and it all happens to be today about the news. Uh, remember that when and if you watch it. Don't forget to get your wild working it like Donald t-shirt. Don't forget to get your wild working it like Donald t-shirt. These things flying. Fly, if, they, if they were drones, I'm sorry. No, if they were drones, they're flying like drones. Something, you know what? I tried to work drones into the conversation. I couldn't do it. The link is right there. Uh, The link is right there below in the comments. So check that out. Uh, If you're on YouTube and if you're on the podcast, please don't forget to share this. Don't forget to subscribe. Thank you guys so much. I love you all. And I uh, I will see you tomorrow.